We can sum up McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich in one word. Crispy. But also juicy and tender. Maybe crispy juicy tender or one word. Okay, fine. You'll just have to try our crispy chicken sandwich to understand it. Get a free medium fries and medium soft drink with purchase of any crispy chicken sandwich. Available only on the app. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's app download and registration required. Hey, Road Warriors, this is Chris from State of Fear Podcast, and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. They are they bonus are, episodes. episodes, episodes, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a way to start off the season, right? Hell yeah. Hanging in the pool, there's a fucking orgy going on in the pool. Gotta clean the pool. If the movie has any redeeming quality whatsoever, it's this fucking rope. Crapolet. 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 This whole story is (laughs) Crapolet. Welcome back to What the Suck Podcast Season 3. Man, it's been too damn long, brother. It, you know, it feels like it's been a year and it's only been a couple months, huh? A couple months, God yeah. God dang, dude. I mean, so much has happened in, in those last few months, but it, it feels like so damn long. Yes, and we've been working on stuff for the show to tweak things a little bit and mm-hmm. make things more interesting, a little more fun. Yep. For all you hoes out there. So welcome to Episode 1, Season 3. Uh, what the suck i am your host chris and with me is james man what's up that's staying in the show hey thanks uh, fine with me i don't care right (laughs) so uh for those of you unfamiliar um shame on you there's two seasons go back listen to those and then come back and listen to this you fuckers um but (laughs) (laughs) basically james and i started this show actually last year at this time a little over a year ago yeah because we love horror movies love them we love them I mean, we love movies in general. Yeah. I mean, all, all genres. Uh, but we love horror movies most. And of that, some of our biggest guilty pleasures are bad horror movies. Yes. Shitty now, horror movies. And, and the reason that is, is because when you think about it, there's a lot of great podcasts out there. A oh, lot yeah. of good horror podcasts, stuff like that. Fantastic shows. They go over all the good horror movies. Go over the good stuff. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. These old ones, these crappy ones, the forgotten, the hated, yes, <laughs> the despised, whatever. You know, it's it's about time that these get attention. And I that's agree. what we're Amen. here for, you know. That's exactly what we're here for. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we you know, we doing the last two seasons, we have found some really great gems that we would not have found otherwise because you know, while we do occasionally get together with some friends to watch bad movies, you know, just in everyday life, we don't um, just go looking for them. Nope. And so forcing ourselves weekend, week out to endure, endure, find <laughs> yes. this movie. You got to use a powerful them. word, brother. You got to use a powerful word. <laughs> Has led to some of the greatest uh, scenes in cinematic history that we've ever seen in our lives. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and they're a blast. They are. Uh, and I, uh, I mean, we, like I said, we started doing this together. 
almost 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, geez, thinking about it, yeah. um, you it's know, been with our paranormal group forever, we've been watching crappy horror movies and drinking and riffing on them and, and stuff like them. that. So we decided to turn it into a show. Yeah. And again, like James said, there, there are a lot of podcasts with uh, about good movies, but none that I can find about bad movies. And they all, they deserve love too. Absolutely. You know, people Got put some to. time and heart and effort and most some effort into these things but uh yeah i don't so, know dude i've seen some that are pretty questionable yeah no there are some that seem like they just were filmed on a weekend yeah, th- go watch beaster day from last season oh that's all you God. need to know that, that's, that's our easter special from last season yeah check it out you'll that's see it. what you'll see what it's like when somebody just phoning it in oh my god they, they <laughs> it's not even they, they faxed it in. they didn't even phone it in <laughs> <laughs> telegraph there you go uh so like i said we're about to suck um, we have two seasons available um, anywhere you can find podcasts. So go listen. Um, we have Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook. So go find us. You know, message us, tweet at us, tell us uh, if there's any movies that you think we should watch. Give well, we probably won't. We, I mean, we got our own shit listed. Yeah, I mean, we got our own shit listed, but we're always looking for suggestions as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, we also. For those loyal listeners who've been around for the last two seasons, first of all, welcome back. We thank you. We love you. Absolutely. Thank you very much for your support. Thanks That's for right. sticking with us, putting up with our shit, and it's about to get worse. Yeah. So uh, go check out our Patreon. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash what the suck. Yes, we do. Um, we are going to have a lot of cool um, stuff on there as far as like behind the scenes. We're going to have bloopers. We're going to have um, some live uh, videos where you can watch us actually watch the movie and join in yes. and chat with us. That is true. Um, we will have uh, giveaways as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Speaking of which, yeah, we got to roll with it. Yeah, we have a huge giveaway. So big giveaway. Let me back up a little bit. Normally, so when we started the podcast, we also started with the idea that we wanted to to review movies that were on streaming services because yes. we wanted to make sure that uh, what we watched are listeners can go and watch immediately yes and uh there's no there's absolutely no end in sight to these movies on streaming i mean none between there is an abundant source of shit out there way too much out there so but this season we want to do something a little different kind of shake it up a little bit um so we have 24 movies for I'm not even going to take season. it that way. We're going to shake it up a lot brother okay a lot we're going to lose our minds this year we went out james and i went out around houston the last few months and we scoured the dirtiest nastiest dumpsters we could find <laughs> for the dirtiest nastiest movies we could find now, you in know these that dumpsters. cough shit's gonna come through on my microphone oh yeah that's true good point <laughs> all right blooper number one for the dirtiest nastiest movies we could find in these dumpsters and a lot of times it wasn't that easy because some of these dumpsters dumpsters were on fire because they were that actual dumpster true. fires so we had to put them out first play firefighter and then dig through and find the crappiest of the crappiest and we have found 24 golden golden we, turds we have and it was not easy he no, is was exactly not. right we go to places looking for these things yeah you can find all the friday the 13th you can find the Hellraisers, the conjuring the, the, glor- the, yeah. the glorious good ones but man but finding turds on actual dvd yeah is very hard very difficult but since we found 24 glorious movies we be watching all of these DVDs and Blu-rays this season. And then at the end of the season, one lucky listener will win every single movie that we watch from this season. Yeah. So the giveaway will be, as I mentioned, all the movies 
as well as some goodies. We're going to throw some candy in there, some popcorn, maybe some, uh, we have some merch. We have a merchandise store, by the way, at tpublic.com backslash what the suck. Yes, finally, we are glad to have that launched. And we also, where's the Patreon? Uh, Patreon.com slash what the suck. Nice. Um, so we'll throw in some stickers in there. Um, I also have, I'm just going to show on the screen right now. By the way, when I say screen, we have a camera. Uh, we have video. The video will be on the Patreon as well. Yes, it will be. So if you want to yeah. see the behind the scenes video, go to Patreon, subscribe. Yeah, and you, you want to observe perfection in action. Or at least uh, perfection <laughs> a after effort. six tries. A noble effort, yes. <laughs> now, how do they get that? Well, there's several ways. Yes. First way is reviews. So go give us a review, either of the show itself on any of your uh, apps, pot, Apple or whatever. Send us a screenshot at whatthesuckpodcast at gmail.com, and that review will get you an entry. Some podcasts or some apps I know uh, also allow you to uh, give reviews to specific episodes. Yes. So if you want more than one entry without purchase, no purchase necessary, find an app that lets you review individual episodes for every single or or go review us on multiple apps. Yeah. Every single review you send us, every single screenshot of a review you send us will give you one entry. This just depends on how bad you want it. Yes. Yes. So theoretically, you know, you could get three easy entries by reviewing us on Apple, um, Podchaser, and like Stitcher. There you go. Now, on some some apps like Podchaser, you can review individual episodes. So go review an episode, send us a screenshot of that, get an entry. Now, it doesn't just... Um, prohibited to movies this season. You can go back and you can review episodes from our last two seasons as well. That's right. It's all those... fair game. That's right. So there, we want, we want to you give have... you, yeah, we want to give you a good fighting chance to get yeah. it. It just depends. Do you want these movies or not? Yeah. I mean, really, you're gonna get. A, I mean, the stacks over there. Yep. It's <laughs> it's a good stack. Now it's a um, good one. If you subscribe to Patreon and. And you subscribe to either the second or third tier, the five yep. or ten dollar tier, you will get an extra entry or two for every month that you subscribe. And he said it right: the three tiers, one dollar, five dollars, and ten dollars. That's right. That is dirt cheap, super cheap. And, and we're going to be putting all kinds of great content on here. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff you're not going to be able to get to if you're not on there. We That's want right. you. We want you to participate in the live episodes. These yes. are going to be for pet. I always say Patreon. He, he says Patreon. He's so Patreon. So civil. No, but yeah. Um, uh, there's those for Patreon only, and yep. we want to make sure. And you know, five bucks ain't nothing. You spend. If you want to support us, man? We'd love you to death. We we thank you, and we're yeah. going to do our best to give you guys great content. That's right for your support and everything that you uh, subscribe. All the money that comes to us goes right back into the show. Into the show, you know, for top of line equipment and uh, movies and, and all the stuff that we just spend our own money on because we love the show. And we are going to be doing some on site stuff. Uh, we're probably oh, yeah. going to be doing some mobile yeah. mobile shows here pretty soon. Maybe, uh, so. We've got some stuff in the works. Yeah, uh, like I said, we're really going to try to step it up this year this season and once we do that you will be pleasantly surprised with some of the goodies we got coming yeah at least i hope so so if you subscribe to the five dollar tier which is uh by the way i love the names that we came up with with the tiers so yes the one dollar is killed in first scene (laughs) so yeah yeah, you died right away uh so sorry the second the five dollar tier is only mostly dead. Only mostly dead. And the third tier is the final girl. I love it. Yeah. So if you subscribe to the only mostly dead, 
you will get an extra one extra entry every month that you subscribe. That's on top of any reviews that you send us. That is correct. If you subscribe to the final girl, you will get two entries extra every month that you subscribe yep. on top of any reviews that you send us. So, I mean, theoretically, if you reviewed, let's say you reviewed just last season two, like every yeah. episode from season two, you went and did an Apple for the whole show and then you subscribed for, you know, the, the final girl. I mean, yep. you could have over 30 entries in one whack in one just whack. Bam, yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, solidifying your chances of winning this, this giant box of shit that we're going to send you. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go check it out again. Patreon.com backslash what the suck. Uh, tpublic.com backslash what the suck. We got some great merch on there. Um, you can, you can walk around and show off your love for the podcast with a giant skull on your shirt. We would love to see that bumper yeah. stickers, whatever. We hope you like the stuff. Like I said, we're really going to try to step it up and we're going to try to bring you some really cool things. And we love you guys for all yeah. the support. Thanks guys. So we're trying to put some of that love back out there to you guys. And yeah, what's how about enough of this? Yeah. Enough sales of this sappy stuff. Shit. Yeah. Let's, let's get on to the, to the abuse, man. So, for the season three premiere, man, we have a movie that we have been wanting to see for quite a while now. Yes, we have. So back in season two, we covered, I don't know what episode because I don't fucking remember that shit, but <laughs> we we did a episode on the, was it 1960 classic? 58. 1958 classic, Earth versus the Spider. I think Joe was it on It wasn't that, even right? the Spider, wasn't it? Wasn't it Earth versus Spider? No, it's the Spider. Was there spider. a the? Yeah. And I think our, our good friend Joe from uh, Old Lumbo was there, right? Nope, that was the giant spider, giant spider invasion. invasion. Okay, well, yeah. spider. Yeah, yeah. So Earth versus One. the spider <laughs> from 1958. We did that, and at somehow I don't know somehow some point within like for like the research or when I was looking around for for images to use on social media, I stumbled across a remake of the movie that came out in 2001. And I was like, oh, okay, well, normally we don't really care if it's a remake or not, because it, if it's bad, it's bad. You know, it's, If it sucks, it's going to suck no yeah. matter what to do. You can't polish a turd. Yeah, so curious. I was like, well, let me just see what the trailer looks like. Maybe it could be something we watched. Um, and I about shit my pants because, <laughs> and I knew in the instant that I saw the glorious, glorious face of none other than Dan Aykroyd, in so the trailer, wait, yes. I was like, we've got to watch. We've got to first of all, we've got to find this fucking movie, and we've got to watch it. Yeah. So, Earth versus the Spider from 2001 is a science fiction horror television film directed by Scott Zeal. It television. Was, yeah. It was now Fuck. television, Cinemax. Oh, oh, Skinamax. Skinamax, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It was the first of a series of films made for Cinemax, Skinamax, paying tribute to the films of American International Pictures. Again, that's where the original Earth versus Spider was, there you was go. produced from. Uh, the films in the series played tribute, um, but they were not remakes of the earlier films. In fact, they were they were named after them, but they were different story. Like, for instance, that original was about an actual spider coming to Earth. They're just hoping that by 1958 to present that you forget all about the old name. And right. This one centers around a shy, obsessive comic book fan who gets injected with an experimental serum derived from spiders, which gives him minor superpowers, which sounds like what Spider-Man. What the fuck? Yeah. Really? But as time progresses, more horrific changes occur, slowly transforming him into a grotesque human spider. Good. A detective begins to investigate when bodies start to pile up, covered in cobwebs. Um, it's rated R for violence, nudity, gore, and profanity. 
all the best things you want. In Glorious. Yeah. So that means the infamous rescue titties are right. imminent. James, why don't you tell the new folks what the what the hell rescue titties are? Rescue titties. This is a term. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get a logo created for this yeah. and, and you add it to our store. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get someone who can actually draw to do it. But anyway, um, rescue titties are what I dub. You coined um, them. I coined that phrase in the first season because mm-hmm. when movies are so shitty mm-hmm. and they the director is fighting to keep your attention, what do they use? Nudity, sex. Right, exactly. You know, so every time... Like in the first scene or second scene when the movie's already taking a nosedive, here comes some big titty woman running through the damn camera. Rescue titty. All of a sudden your interest peaked again. All of a sudden your interest is peaked again. <laughs> at least yeah. at least some of it. Yeah. <laughs> Below the belt probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but that's that's basically what it is. And like I said, we're gonna have T shirts. I gotta get T shirts made gotta, of that. I gotta get me a T shirt of that. I I, I think you I know. need I might need me a rescue titties bumper. Stick, yeah. a, bump, a sticker bumper, a bumper yep. sticker. There we go. That's what it was. Got to figure it out. So the movie is directed by Scott Zeal, produced by Lou Arkoff and Samuel Arkoff. So a pair of brothers. Good job. The story is by Mark Crash McCreary. That's a terrible nickname. Crash. Uh, Carrie Solomon and Chuck Konzelman. Starring Dan Aykroyd. Poor, poor Dan Aykroyd. Amelia uh, Heinel, Devin Gumersall, Gumersall, Christopher <laughs> Cousins, Mark Recuso, another Italian. Yeah, another Italian, you know, you make a good pizza. You John know Cho saying? and Teresa Russell. Music by David Reynolds. Cinematography by Sumfuck. Production company by Creature Features <laughs> Productions. And distributed by Columbia TriStar Home Video. Released October 7th, 2001, with a slim running time of 90 minutes. I guess he had to release some kind of horror movie in 2001 to make up for the unfortunate bashing that Ghostbusters 2 took, which yes. it shouldn't have. Yeah. I thought Ghostbusters 2 was excellent. I, thought I enjoyed too. the hell out of it. Yeah. But yeah, for some reason, it got critically smacked around a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so had to do something. Um, another uh, thing about the film is that the film was part of a series called uh, Creature Features, in which all of the movies, the creature effects were done by none other than the Stan Winston studio. Yes. Stan Winston's a, a uh, special effects artist who's amazing and has done a ton of films. And is Stan Man Stan Winston. Stan Man Winston, yeah. Yes, um, sir. So unfortunately, not only do we have um, Dan Aykroyd attached to this thing, but we have Stan Winston. Ugh. Ugh. This, this might be too good for the show. This is something that tarnishes See, their IMDb and their resume. And they put it at the very bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. We'll, we're going to see. So, so let's let's take a look what at the, the hell. Uh, Did you hear that? Uh, we're going to see. We're going to see. So it says science made Quentin a mutant. Nature made him a killer. Yeah. F- Earth. Fuck, fuck Quentin. Earth versus the spider is a terrifying horror thriller, thriller, thriller starring Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> Teresa Russell. Devin Gummersall and Amelia Heinel. Heinel! And features Heinel. special effects by the four time Academy Award winning monster maker Stan Winston. Then, then, at least maybe the visual effects will be worth the shit. Uh, who also did Jurassic Park 3, Ooh. Artificial Intelligence, and Aliens. Ooh. Quentin is a nerdy comic book fanatic who spends his day working as a security guard at a biotech research lab and his nights at home dreaming of superheroes. When thugs ambush the lab, his partner is killed in the shootout. Overcome by grief, he knowingly injects himself with a top-secret drug made from the blood of a laboratory spider. <laughs> Slowly, <laughs> the effects of the injection change his body. And as Quentin becomes more like a spider and less like a human, he develops a hunger 
cannot be ignored. This movie's gonna be shit. <laughs> it's gonna suck. Yeah. So, uh, man. Oh, you know what? And by the way, um, we haven't done. But we then didn't. That is the point, though, right? Exactly. It is supposed to suck. So. And we didn't do this much last season because we figured most people would know. But um, we uh, are going to restart. Um, talking about our rating system because at least every might be a hand every handful of episodes, of episodes probably will so, start yeah. throwing it in so people we who can, are new can actually understand what, how we rate these things we got sick of reading the shit like you know yeah hey, you know look look after like 35 40 episodes people who are yeah. the, the fans they know how we rate the shit yeah we, we literally have 50 episodes yeah. 50 shitty horror movies under our belt so far i mean look we love shitty horror Okay, all these movies were made by people who were, at the minimum, mildly passionate about them. Yeah. So they all deserve some love and at least one viewing. But we have devised a rating system to dig through the large pile of shit in hopes of finding the golden turd. Yes, and they are rare. I will say that. They are very rare. Now, uh, one out of five. Now, also, I got to mention, we rate by shit emoji turds. That is uh, correct. Turd emojis. We do it by turd emojis. Uh, those of you who follow us already know that. Yeah. But those of you who are new. It's a reverse scale, too. It's reversed. One, go for it. So one out of five turd or shit emojis, whatever you want to call them. These are the new classics, and they are the best of the worst, and so bad they are the good ones. You will get countless enjoyment out of these. Yes. These are the great ones like the the... The wonderful Jack Frost. Jack Frost, Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, stuff like yeah, that. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. The two out of five are almost as bad as ones, but not enough where it counts. <laughs> so watch these only with friends who really enjoy shitty movies. Movies in this category are best watched with a group who like to riff or play a drinking game. And I'm going to tell you what, that is a hell of a lot more fun than it even sounds. Hell yes. Three out of five are the ones you'll watch only if you have nothing better to do, but you'll prepare to drink heavily while watching, though... Alcohol may not be enough, and these may require some sticky icky. That's right. You got to hit that blunt full of skunk. <laughs> Four out of five are the ones that are so strange that you may not want to see them more than once, but you at least want to share your misery with some friends, uh, especially those who wronged you and you want to make them suffer. Or them bastards owe you money. That too. Five out of five. These are the fica de la matter, the worst of the worst. Only bring these out on special occasions. Let's say your friends are not adhering to social distancing <laughs> or you are stuck in an apartment with your ex because they won't move out, even though it ended four months ago. Well, show movies from this rating category and they will run screaming from the building. Yes, they will. Or you can just throw them out the fucking window. That too. When finished, it's best to forget you've ever even heard of it. It needs to be erased from your memory, possibly by blunt force trauma. And now that Chris has most eloquently delivered our rating system. Yes. I am going to conclude with the oh, one so. particular topic. Yes, I was hoping so. Yeah. That this 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 is a category all on its own. That Super was, rare. It was actually rare. created on the fly. This yes, is, it was. This is like the most rare because, like I said, the point of this show, we have said many times before, is we want you to actually watch these movies. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to sit there and go, oh, God, this, that, now that sounds like shit. I ain't watching it. I have had lots of feedback online from people saying that because of you guys, I actually want to go see this movie because it sounds incredibly horrible. Nice. Well, you know, and that's great. Yeah. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But this particular subject, this not subject, there ain't no damn subject. It's a, it's, a, it's a rating system category. But this particular rating is beyond all. This is what we call the golden six turd rating. Yeah. If any movie we review 
garners the sixth turd rating, mm-hmm. it is then and only then that we have deemed the movie not to have any decent horror value or just plain just it's value just, at all. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think we saw one the other night. We were watching a movie. Oh, yeah. And it was total garbage. Let me tell you something. We saw this movie. <laughs> it was only an hour long. It felt like five. It was so bad. We we will be putting that review up on the Patreon. Yes, we're actually going to do it, and we're going to take. Yeah, we got to yeah. we got to slam that yeah. one. It's going to be a special little side episode. But go on. But if you get a six turd rating on any movie we six watch, six out of five, it means you're a negative one. Except the poor person who's going to win all these glorious movies at the end of the season. Yeah, we recommend you steer clear. Never don't watch waste it. your time. No, because it. it's horrible. Uh, you know, like I said. Crappy horror is beautiful, right? But when it has no value whatsoever, there's not there's no redeeming qualities to it. That's a six. And we can't recommend it. Uh, as a matter of fact, how many did we have? We've had th- Zozo, think, of course, which was, Zozo, which was a shame because that was our season one uh, finale. Yeah, yeah, it was. and we couldn't even recommend it to anybody because uh-uh. it looked good, but then it turned out to complete. It was just a. It now, was dry. I think, I think we haven't agreed on a six since then. I've had a couple of sixes. Yeah. Um, and then you rated them a different, a bit higher. But we have not had a uh, another movie that we both agreed was a six yet. Not yet. Not but yet. man, I'm gonna tell you what. When you get one yeah. of those, it's like being fisted with a sandpaper glove. Man, it sucks. That uh, that definitely sucks. That's beyond suck. Yeah. yeah. And real quick, I want to mention um on uh, so going back to good movies. Um, on the Patreon, under the uh, $10 um, Final Girl tier, one thing James and I are going to do are we are going to post our reviews of good horror movies. Yes. So we are going to watch some good horror movies, um, and then we will post reviews on there, and you will only be able to access those under the $10 tier. Yes. Another thing that we are going to do also is my good friend James, he, he if you haven't listened to State of Fear or some of the show, you do not know that my good friend James travels quite a bit. He loves a VK, loves to go out. He goes out. Yep. But I do not. I am a homebody, <laughs> so I watch a lot of shit. So yep. there are a lot of things that I have seen that James has not seen that I want him to see. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we're going to be, it's going to be on the, the Final Girl Level 10 are going to be some, I guess, reaction videos and uh, reviews of things James has not seen that I want him to see. Yeah. And we're going to record his reaction, and it's going to be fucking hilarious. As I said, we're just going to start dumping content in this thing left and right. So it will be well worth it. Yeah. All right, buddy. What do you say we get into the review of this movie, man? I am dying to, man. I've been waiting to hear this movie. I'm ready to be back. Let's do it, brother. Columbia TriStar Home Entertainment, Lou Arkoff, Colleen Camp, and Stan Winston, Academy Award-winning special effects artist for Jurassic Park, Terminator 2, and Aliens, present Creature Features. For Quentin Kemmer, being normal gets him nowhere. Hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you down. She's out of my league. You're a good security cop at an important research lab. Larry must have something that makes him invincible. I wish I could do some of this stuff. Spiders like their prey alive and kicking. Being nice is no good. You guys just just back off. Or what? I'll call the cops. You don't have to stick up for me. And being good isn't good enough. Let the real cops handle this, all right? My partner's in there. No, no. What do you expect? Heroes for five bucks an hour? All he needed 
was a shot in the arm. Something very cool is happening to me. Did you see the front page today? That Midtown Creep? Looks like someone took care of the Midtown for you. I think I have superhero powers. <laughs> You're scaring me now. Hungry! Still hungry! Now, a cop with a past. You gotta be careful here. They're about to pull you off this case. Must uncover the secret behind the killer. What exactly do you do here? You ever see what a spider can do? What the hell are you? That's half man. Any data yet on what would happen if you introduced this spider material into a human organism? And all terror. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Earth versus the spider. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so right off the bat, um, the I think the Wikipedia entry that we read was referring to the unrated version. I believe so because there really wasn't any hardcore gore, or there were no rescue titties. Absolutely no nudity whatsoever. What the hell, man? None that ain't the way all. to start the season, bro. No, we no. should have had some rescue titties or at least something. No nudity and no gore at all. That's okay. Yeah. So, well, uh, I mean, Dan was great. I mean, the last thing we mentioned earlier, um, everybody in this movie actually was acting. They actually tried. Yeah, they actually <laughs> they, they were good actors. They were all good actors. They were trying, so yeah. That definitely helped it a bit. Yes, it did. Dan helped it. Um, so, movie starts off with... What's his face? Uh, Dick Cheese. Quentin. Yeah. Another damn Quentin. Mm-hmm. So actually, let's go back. It starts off with the title very much reminiscent of like the McGuire Spider-Man movies and like the old Spider-Man cartoon where it's... Yeah. It, and I'm saying, you know, there's got to be at least 12 or 13 lawsuits around this movie. Yeah. I, it, I mean, either that or he paid for some, some rights or he paid somebody off because there are a lot of similarities. Uh, I have to admit, the starting was cool. The music was cool. Yeah, the music was very cool. Yeah. Uh, and I was sitting there going, you got to be joking. I mean, it was, oh, I was like, oh, my God, this is a blatant copycat. There's there's a lot of um, a lot of comic scenes, a lot of comic uh, comic book splashes and stuff. In, of in the course. Intro, and then Splooch. We, we get it. We get a, a <laughs> we're introduced to Quentin, our um not even hero. He's he's just the a main fucking actor. douche is what yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. And the main douche. He lives in a shitty apartment. Has a shitty job as a security guard. But has an awesome dog. Has an awesome dog, and has a neighbor that he's in love with. And the um, dog's name's Thor, which is cool. You know, which was very cool. Yeah, he's a good-looking little beagle. Yeah, and so he he has a shitty job as a security guard at um this laboratory where they do like uh, experiments on like um medical uh, chemical experiments on like insects and shit yeah and um, nothing can go wrong doing that right off the bat i mean he he obviously is in love with his neighbor but he's too much of a pussy to do anything (laughs) um but the neighbor obviously has something for him and and is like him as a comic book nerd because they start talking comics while they're um while they're heading out for work yeah her with her uh what would I say? She looked like Jan from Greece with yeah. the bangs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the buck-ass teeth. So, yeah. So, on the way out, they're harassed by these two Lenny and Squiggy <laughs> wannabes. These <laughs> lower-rent 
Bulk and Skull uh, characters yeah. who harass him, and he can't even stand up for himself. Like she stands up for him because he's such a fucking pussy. Yeah, he's like when I'm walking away, he's like, "Thanks for me, I can look like a fucking bitch, <laughs> <laughs> like so, a punk ass." Yeah. So, so then he gets to work, and he works. And actually, no, he goes to a comic shop on the way to work because he's a fucking loser. And there hey, what's we, his name? Cho. John Cho. So there, John Cho. That's where John Cho works. Mr. Harold Lee, Mr. Sulu. Yep. Um, is the owner of the comic shop, and he also lives there. And so they're talking about the newest um, uh, Arachnid Avenger statue. The Arachnid Avenger. Anyway, so they're talking comic bullshit, whatever. So then he then he goes to work finally. That's not a ripoff. No, no not at all. It's definitely not a Spider-Man ripoff. Well, he's got like four more arms. So he goes to work, and he's a security guard with his old man who looks like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, this bug-eyed old bastard. I mean... <laughs> Real nice, but holy shit. I mean, so throughout the movie, we were not only quoting, like, uh, um, like references to, like, other in- insect movies or Spider-Man movies or whatever, but yeah. we were also quoting, like, Ghostbuster lines because of, of, course. of him. And I just realized we missed, a, we missed the opportunity to quote a great great line for this guy. <laughs> and told him, look, man, you stop staring at me. You got the bug eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry about the bug eyes thing, but, but <laughs> yeah. damn, this dude's like looking in four different directions. He's- looking for a brew unique to you? Find it at Kroger. Discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like Guatemala and dark and handsome. They're so organic, so sustainable, and so good. Visit Kroger today to get yours. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Said he reminds you, you remind you of, uh, of Igor from Young yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, Marty Feldman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but the funny, the other funny thing was that there's a scene where the two security guards walk down the hallway and Quentin's telling Bug Eye about the girl, or whatever. And they're doing their rounds. <laughs> and okay, so this is supposed to be a medical laboratory. Some high security facility. Yeah, they're doing classified experiments. Uh, there are doctors and lab coats walking around and shit. And the two of them are walking around with a clipboard and they yeah. literally go to each door and just open the fucking door, look in. There's no badges. There's no security locks. No, no nothing. None of the doors are locked. No. They just walk in, look, close the door. Every single door that says laboratory is not fucking <laughs> locked. <laughs> yeah, that's so, And they... <laughs> and supposedly all this high-level shit. Yeah. And then you get a look in the lab and they're stabbing these spiders with these huge freaking needles. Yeah, huge. So they got a bunch of uh, uh, tarantulas in there and they're stabbing with this fucking syringe and this Kool-Aid bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And they're injecting them with stuff that would make them pop. 
Yeah. I mean, they're injecting yeah. enough of this liquid. It would, it would make the little damn spiders explode. But that's way too obviously much. not. So then while they're as they're ready to close up or whatever, or they're ending their shift, um, all of a sudden they get they get hijacked, get robbed, they get hijacked. Like two this, guys come in. This idiot shows up out of nowhere. Two guys and, come in and, and like rob the place. Yeah, I think what it is, you see the guy accost one of the people in the hallway and put him at gunpoint, takes him in the lab. Yeah. So the old guy goes after him, and then somebody jumps the old guy. So Spider Boy want to be here. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So he goes. He goes in to try to help him, but then right before he goes in, the cops show up. The cops show up, and he gets. Of course, he actually gets. He to gets. A fight he gets the typical. He gets the typical disrespect. Let the real cops handle this shit, and all this, and then the cop gets pissed off because they start shooting. Yeah. Up the fucking place. His partner gets killed. The old, you know, bug eyes bug gets, gets killed, killed, and the cop the... punches him in the face and blames him. He's yeah. kicking him and shit. So, so the everybody gets killed in the fucking room. Everybody, everybody for, did, except for Quentin and Dick Cop. But these, this wasn't killed by the monster. These are just robbery. This yeah. is like a robbery. So we're not going to count these as 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 our kill count because no, you can't. You can't. They're not killed by the monster. No. So, but I mean, granted, you're oh, like less than twenty minutes in and someone dies. Yeah, doesn't really count though. So then we're introduced to Dan Aykroyd because he's Detective uh, Jack Grillo. 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 And uh, uh, yeah, so after the after the thing, the, the cop comes up to Quentin and is like pissed because his partner got killed, starts beating the shit out of him, and then Dan has to come in and stop it and say, "Get the hell out of here, you piece of shit! Bait uh, it, bait it, dickwad! <laughs> <laughs> Book him, Dano." That's right. And uh, oh, yeah, so so again, <laughs> in the background, there's a, there's a photographer and a, and a stupid reporter and a reporter. Reporter's wearing a hat. He's wearing a fedora. A fedora. Glasses. Okay, so we're, it's an obvious Clark Kent knockoff. See, I also thought it was also like a wannabe ripoff of um, what's his face from uh, Batman '89, the uh, the reporter that hooks up with Bassinger, um, Robert Wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the so the, this all supposed to take place in the current times in 2001. Okay. Yep. But the fucking reporters wearing a fedora. Yeah. <laughs> The the it camera has a fifties feel, yeah. The photographer has a big ass fucking camera with a flash bulb on it. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones that give you cancer. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! And so, the after after Ackroyd gets the dick cop out, um, <laughs> the the cameraman and the the reporter are walking closer to Quentin, and there's a spider that escaped on the floor, and the reporter goes to squish it, and in a very very terrible effect. The spider yeah. flattens, but then pops back up. Springs back up, keeps walking like, yeah. You ain't got shit for me, <laughs> it's bitch. A very, very bad. Just keeps 3D on effect. walking. It's horrible. Yeah, and that's where that's where we're introduced to the fact that these spiders are genetically modified. Yeah. Um. And while that's happening, after that, uh, they all everybody fucking leaves for some reason. It's, it's a crime scene, <laughs> but everybody fucking leaves. <laughs> there's no tape. Yeah, fuck it. No. Hey, you know everybody <laughs> dead. Screw it. We're out. They're, he's let. They're, they're the cops are letting the reporter. And the photographer walk all over the evidence and shit. Yeah, there's no crime tape, nothing. And then they all fucking leave. <laughs> and so Quentin's there by himself and in the laboratory room. The arm with the with the syringe is going crazy back and forth or whatever. And and Quentin, because he's a dumb fuck, gets the idea that the brilliant idea of letting this mechanical arm inject him 
with about a half a pint of this untested fucking jizz juice. With this radioactive Kool-Aid. Yeah, radioactive Kool-Aid. So he lets it inject him, and then he goes home, buys 10 bags of ice, and passes out in his tub you covered in ice. Passed out in the tub. Dog just sitting there looking at him like, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. So then uh, the, I'm hungry, fool. <laughs> the neighbor comes home, um, walks in, and uh, sees a dog, and then follows the dog into the bathroom, gets in there. The, he's not in the tub, turns around, jump scared, cheap jump scare. He, he's not behind her for some reason. So then she cleans him up and fixes him up, whatever. And then they have a little scene about, you know, blah, 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 whatever. He just wanted, wants to get in her pants, but he can't because he's a fucking pussy. <laughs> So then he wakes up the next day and he gets up later that night and he dresses like a douchebag with a. I said, he, you know, they, they're kind of like the guardian angel. You know what it is? It's, it's a Kango hat. What it is? Kango, yeah. Kango hat. Kango or kangaroo with a fucking hat. It's that. He wears it backwards. Wears it backwards. Trying to look like wannabe thug. And for some reason, he has a picture of him and Bug Eyes in him his and Bug Eyes. <laughs> oh, like they were that close. They had a special love, I guess. He likes his men older, I guess. And uh, so then he goes to this bar called the Lockup Bar, which is a cop bar. Yeah. And there he talks to heavyset, diabetic. Uh, Probably the largest fucking bartender <laughs> I have ever seen. Yeah. It's like Andre the Giant schlepping drinks and shit. <laughs> yeah. And inside there is also asshole cop, the one yes. that punched him earlier. Mm-hmm. And what happens to be Grillo's old lady. Yep. In there with him fooling around and yep. shit. Uh, meet, uh, hitting on Grillo and then flirting with him and getting all cozy and shit. And uh, Quentin's talking to the bartender about the cop because he wants to I guess, beat him up, whatever. And the, cop, <laughs> and the bartender's like, Don't mess with him. Yeah. I, he's a bad guy. And that girl, that's Grillo's girl because she's a whore and and she likes bad dudes <laughs> and, and Grillo's nice guys. Don't mess with her, all right? She's got STDs. Yeah, so she's out of Jufro's. Uh, <laughs> She's out of his league. Yeah. So so then Grillo shows up and tells his whore wife to go home. And <laughs> <laughs> so she goes home. And uh, right after she goes home. Well, she's other, escorted. She's escorted out. Because, right. of course, she's plastered. Yeah. And so you know. Quentin's going to about to approach him. But then some other badge bunny pops up on next to the table <laughs> next to him and starts hitting on uh, the dick detective. <laughs> dick detective. A badge bunny. I love it. Yeah, and then Snowman treated to a scene of the neighbor coming home, and there's somebody in the bushes watching her. Oh, boy. And James dun, called dun, 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 it. Dun. He said it's probably the... Oh, yeah, there's, there's, another, there's a side plot we didn't mention earlier. Uh, the beginning of the movie, he's reading a paper about this uh, Midtown, serial killer. Yeah, the Midtown Killer. Yeah, he's a serial killer who's... He's killed like seven whatever. people so far. Yeah, and, and you call it when the in this scene when the What's-Her-Face comes home that the, the Midtown... Dickhead's watching Midtown her. Dick. Yeah, he's got to come out of there somewhere because yeah. Mr. You know, this has got to lead to something eventually. Right. So, yeah, they got to bring the fucker on. So, so he begins to attack her in the hallway. In the hallway. In the fucking hallway. And she, not only does he do that, he knocks her the fuck out and is going to literally rape her in the hallway. Right in the hallway. Yeah. In plain view. But she gets a couple good licks in. Um, one kick, one hit. But, yeah. She, he knocks her head against the floor, knocks her out. It's about to rape her, 
nobody on that fucking floor comes out to see what the fuck's going on. Nope. Not a single fucking person. No, nope. nobody's worst curious. Neighborhood ever. Yeah. The worst apartment complex ever. <laughs> She's out there all oh, oh, scuffling and yeah. shit. You know, that's all your keep it down. <laughs> I'm trying to watch my matlock. Hey, if you're gonna fuck her, just keep it quiet. People's court is on. Yeah, and, no shit. Uh, <laughs> so this <People's> <laughs> dickhead is getting ready to rape her. And Quentin comes home and all of a sudden, because he's starting he's starting to have these you know, the, the superpower starting to kick in. Yep. He has super hearing. That's it. And he's able to hear the struggle. So You he, know, I haven't seen a hat like that since Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> like 20 fucking years ago. Um, so then he, he runs up and he sees the guy about to do it. So he ends up pushing him so hard that he flies 80 feet back. It's awesome. Into, in a straight line. In a straight line into the uh, janitor closet. Yep. Uh, and then after that happens, he freaks out and... Uh, the waiter, the waiter, the um, room, the neighbor, <laughs> the neighbor about to wake up. Yep. So he jumps through the fucking window out to the fire For no escape. No fucking reason. He just jumps through the goddamn <laughs> he window. He could have just went out the window or just walked down the fucking stairs. They're right there. Down the stairs and he went. They were right there. <laughs> I'm gonna be stupid. Da, 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 da. Uh, so he jumps down, doing the really stupid effects, and his arm is looking like a really bad uh, tattoo. Cause, yeah, because what it is that that formula is starting to race through his veins so it looks like a tat yeah it does it looks yeah. tracing all his veins and stuff and that's what everybody keeps saying oh it's cool tat man cool yeah. tat so then uh what do you call it the gorilla goes home and finds his whore wife asleep on the he on probably, the couch she... <laughs> uh, and then the cuts whore. to yeah you gotta you gotta put that in front of me because that ain't she ain't nothing <laughs> but a hell she's, she's a alcoholic whore yes uh, so then, then it cuts to Quentin. He can't sleep. He's tossing and turning. He's getting hungry. He can't sleep. And then it cuts to the next morning. He's reading his comics because he's a fucking nerd. And he's and got a copy of the paper. Midtown killer killed. The world is yeah. saved. Blah, blah, blah. Hooray. Now, let me, let me talk about, I, I collect comics, I like comics, comics, yep. I read them, you know, so I'm, I'm not saying that he's a nerd because he read comics, I'm saying he's a nerd because his his method of researching what's happening to him is fucking comics. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? What do I fucking do? Comics has the answer. Yeah. Um, so then he's talking to his neighbor next morning and, and uh, they're heading to the basement to uh, drop off some shit and they run to the lower rent uh, Lenny's Squiggy again. Oh, yeah. And this time he damn near breaks his fucking face. Uh, he puts the mandible claw on him, man. Yeah. Locks him up. Quentin, like, puts the mandible claw on the dude with the hat and damn near breaks his face and tells him to get out. And they run scared. <laughs> Literally his face. Yeah. I was thinking he was going to cave his fucking oh, jaw in and yeah. shit. I, you know what? So, so the, the, what happened, let me just a little bit of detail. The, the dude, the dickhead in the hat, the douche in the hat, um, <laughs> he he sees them coming down and they're carrying boxes and so he makes this stupid ass not even funny comment it's like hey can I can I get in your box and then he does that the yeah. V thing with his with his hands where you know he's pretending he's, he's like mm. looking yeah so yeah. he's got his fingers and he's got his tongue in, in between his fingers and then that's when uh, Quentin grabs him yep. like that you know Quentin's the only one whose name we know here yeah <laughs> We don't yeah. know anybody else's name well, except and, Dan and, well, and Grillo. Grillo. Yeah. Yeah. But like when he had him, I guess I, it's not important. I thought he was going to squeeze his hand so hard that he was going to use his own fingers to cut off his tongue. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. They didn't do shit. No. So then they go to the didn't basement. Didn't even crack his jaw. No, nothing. No. Just, he just. Get so then they go, they go to the basement, drop off their shit. And then the next scene is. Uh, uh, him sleeping and he's all happy because he talked to his girl because he's finding a pussy but then it cuts to <laughs> I like that he just breezes right through that <laughs> you know, he cuts to quitting back to the at, the at the comic shop 
and gloriously they are what hit on the TV is the 1958 Earth versus Spider original yeah. that we actually reviewed in season two. So he's watching the original that this movie is very, 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 I, and I don't very, even know how. very, very, very loosely based on. And so far, there's nowhere near. No, no. What, you know, Not nowhere near that. No. So, by the way, I got to say, John Cho's character. I love John Cho. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, but his character in this movie. It's like I feel like it's what Harold Lee did before he was an accountant <laughs> in Harold and Kumar. <laughs> Go to White Castle. <laughs> he, That's it. Because he sounds like he sounds like Kumar in this movie. Yep. But it's John Cho. So anyway, uh, yeah. Knows? So then, uh, then Quentin's upstairs and he's having he's having flashes and all, like all this shit's happening to him because his body's changing. And, and then it cuts to him hovering above. By the way, the motherfucker doesn't have. He has a bed. Yeah. But he sleeps. He sleeps in a hammock. In a, in a cloth webbed hammock. It's, it's a web hammock. Yeah. Ooh, da dum dum. You so know. Then he wakes up. He's hovering above, and he wakes up, and he's got a fucking a uh, strand of uh, of a fucking web coming out of his chest. Out of his chest. And it's attached to the ceiling. Not his arm, because they can't rip that off. Can't be in the arms. You know, the, maybe if it had came out of his dick, it would have been it hilarious. It should have come out of his ass if it had been or more something. anatomically correct. Yeah. It, or something, you yeah. know, exactly. So he's starting no, it comes to out of the middle of his chest. It looks like he's got an asshole in the middle yeah. of his fucking <laughs> chest. He's glued to the thing. He finally breaks it loose, falls the fuck down. And then he starts practicing in his apartment. By splooging over everything. Yeah. And the, the the thing in his chest just looks like a butthole. Yeah. It, and it, like I said, it just it's reaching a high level of corny right yeah. now. Yeah. But so, I get it. The music in the background is playing. It's like superhero music. Right. It's, it's, Old school shit. Th- this is their equivalent of the scene where, where, uh, yeah. where Tony is making all of his tech for the first iron man <laughs> exactly <laughs> this is their version of it <laughs> yeah except that was good yeah <laughs> so then so then he decides he wants to practice on a moving target and he fucking yep. splooges his dog yep and then as he goes to to release him he starts getting really hungry and realizes yep. he's about to eat his fucking dog and james and i like don't eat the dog don't eat the damn don't eat dog. The dog man paint the dog out i put my foot through the screen but thankfully he runs out of his apartment and he runs down ends up at a, a grocery store or a, a convenience store and for some fucking reason in this convenience store it's open for business right now mm-hmm. there's no customers but it's open yep the I don't know which one of them works there probably the dude but in the background while, while Quentin's in there freaking out you hear in the background a girl saying please stop don't please don't yeah. please don't stop and, and the guy's like I'm gonna rob you you know what maybe I can rape you Okay. And so he goes over there and fucking suplexes the shit out of this dude, slams him through this table, yeah, and basically kills him. So you're thinking, okay, on he, the spot, thinking he, he saved hey, him. He saved him. And then she starts screaming because obviously these two are working out some kind of weird ass grocery store robbery, Fetish. sexual fantasy, yeah, thing going on in the middle so, of an open store that's actually open for business. Yep. And then she freaks the fuck out and leaves, and he gets pissed off at her because she's running out acting like a lunatic. Mm-hmm. So he splooges her ass pinning her to the fucking ground yep he doesn't hurt her nope but he just pins her down so she can't do shit so then because he's in a panic just by coincidence dick cop comes up <laughs> well you know they ain't got money for more actors you apparently know? not so dick cop- got like two cops in the whole 
switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. He shows up and he's about to uh, free the girl. And then all of a sudden, out of like a, from a fucking stair, top of a stairs, Quentin shows up and he flies down in the worst it, fucking it's, effect it's god awful like you can see you can see he's supposed to be flying like he's supposed to be just i guess jumping straight down the stairs to get him yeah. but you can see on his shirt the back of his shirt the top back of his shirt yeah. where the hook is the harness <laughs> is that's carrying him down the stairs you can clearly see it lame so then the next morning uh the neighbor opens up the door and finds the dog there with a <laughs> note <laughs> with a note Take care of my dog. I don't want to eat the little fucker. So we're like, okay, good. We're glad yeah. that he gave get her the dog, dog. Get the dog out of the way. The dog is safe. Yeah, because if anybody knows me and knows Chris, you can kill anybody in the movie you want, but do not kill the dog. Yeah. So then what happens next is, I mean, it's, it's it, we can run through it, but it's really the, the, the to buy the numbers, typical can, yeah. movie setup. It, it's exactly like, like if anybody's seen The Fly. Yeah, it's kind of If anybody's like, seen, yeah. you know, the other Spider-Man, you know, any, all this, I'm sorry, but yes, there are obviously, there's obviously loose rip-offs. Right. You know, that are translated to this movie, and they, they, they try to keep it different, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gradual transformation. It's predictable. Oh, here it comes. He's changing. His face starts getting fucked up. Then he grows little claws out of his face, and yeah. he's like, holy shit. And so, you know, at, um, you know, at this point, normally we'd have like the kill count going, but literally every death that has taken place in this movie is taking place off screen. Yeah, off and, screen. And there hadn't even really, I there hadn't even been any yet, to be honest with well, you. The, Not to the, this uh, point. No, because he he killed the cop. No, he didn't kill the cop. That's no, right. He did, but he did kill the dude because in the next scene, Detective uh, Grillo and his partner are at the convenience store. Well, he body slammed him. That's true. No, 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 no. He, when the cops show up the next day, that guy has been sucked dry. That's true. Remember, because he's a zombie. That's right. Yes. Oh, and that's right. And the cop. Oh, that's. <laughs> yeah, a dry suck is yeah. horrible. <laughs> so yeah. So he at least killed that guy, but it was all off screen. Yeah. So we're not, we're not going to use a kill counter for this episode because all the deaths take place off screen. This is true. Yeah. You don't see any actual death on screen. No. So then sometime later, Lenny and Squiggy come up and, and they hear what's Quentin taunting them from uh, the basement. And they go in and they're attacked and they're yep. killed off screen. They're killed off screen. They're webbed up. And you're like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. And so all this time, Quentin's changing little by little. The detective is trying to figure out what's going on. He, he, he finds the, the web. He thinks something weird's going on. The uh, the neighbor is trying to get a hold of Quentin because she, she's worried about him because she likes yep. him. Um, and then uh, Detective Grillo comes home um, after uh, the 
uh, Quentin gets a detective, comes home to find his whore drunk wife <laughs> upset because her, her lover boy is gone. Her lover boy is gone. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know where he's at. Fuck off, bitch. And yeah, so, exactly. She blames him, of course. And so she, he leaves. He gets the, he, he gets a sample of the web, and he takes it off. He sends it off Because he's trying testing. to investigate. Yeah, right. he's like going back after. He's starting to try to zero in on Quentin here yeah. as a possible. And then we get this really great scene where... Um, we're at the comic shop, middle of the night. Yep. And John Cho comes out of the room because he heard a noise, and he comes out saying, "I'm gonna call the cops." And he's got a lightsaber. He's got the Darth Maul lightsaber. He's only got one side lit. Yeah. But he's got the <laughs> lightsaber out. It's pretty fucking great. It is hilarious. Yeah. And which- uh, <laughs> and so then we're retreated to an unnecessary scene where Quentin asks him how the avenging arachnid can be killed, and he tells him some bullshit about a broken heart. Yeah. Um, but then he also pays him the money for the shit that he bought earlier, earlier. in the movie, or he, he appropriated. Tried to yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he says, you're a good friend, and he takes off. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't hurt him. No. Completely unnecessary scene. Because he's trying real hard not to hurt anybody. Right. But, but the spider part of him is taking over. Exactly. So then um, we get another scene where... Uh, so we, we cut to um, Detective uh, Grillo has come back to the apartment and gone down the basement and finds like eight people webbed the fuck yeah. up including his partner not his partner including, including the cop including cop the dick cop the dick yeah, cop the one he doesn't like who's yeah. still alive yeah but tells him to kill him because he's in pain but he he, he turns around and he's like eight different people already webbed up dead he's looking around yeah. and then his wife shows up because yep. she's in the she's car been, she's been following him and she goes down there and dick cop actually kills himself so yeah. once again does not count as a kill count. No, not on screen. And it's off screen anyway. So, yeah. So then um, she gets taken by Quentin and taken down an alley and Grillo chases after them and scares him off. Yep. And while he's attending to his wife, um, we go, we get, we cut to upstairs where neighbor uh, is coming home and she's trying to get in her apartment and she can't because she's an idiot and then all of a sudden Quentin appears <laughs> and when he appears she turns and looks at him and then all of a sudden four arms grow out of his back oh god yeah, yeah. and the, the CGI part where they grow is, is fucking terrible yeah but then after that they become practical effects and they're pretty fucking awesome they're not too bad yeah actually not too bad yeah so then he um <clears throat> He, uh, what the fuck is he doing? Is he attacker or no? I can't remember. Because he killed, you know, because, yeah, he took out Grillo's wife because she eventually dies of her. Yeah. I guess he was drawing fluid out of her or something. Right. And so he ends up kidnapping his neighbor. And, um, so Grillo goes upstairs, finds the neighbor's gone, and then runs back downstairs to find her, uh, in the, is it in the basement that they go to? Where they go to? Oh, across the street. There's an empty building across the street that he's taken her to, and he's webbed her up completely. Yep. And he's like outside somewhere. Yeah. He's got her like in an alley. It's like an old building or something. It's all uh, torn down and shit. And so the effect of her web is absolutely horrible. It's the web it's, is all CGI. It's horrible, but it's kind of hot. I mean, well, because her <laughs> legs are spread apart, you perv. And so, <laughs> but hey. we also we also have to mention that we. We, we made fun of her fucking hair the entire time because she had these horrible bangs. Yep. And then at one point, she had the bangs off to the side with like a barrette. Yeah. And like a fucking comb over, like you said. Yep. 
So then finally, the last scene where she's all fucking strewn up on the web. She actually looks kind of good. Her hair is, the bangs are gone. Gorgeous. And it's not pinned down. It looks good. She actually looks good, yep. But then we're treated to a scene where the detective comes face to face with Grillo, not Grillo, with uh, Quentin, who's fully transformed. Yeah. And it looks awesome. It does. These are Stan Winston's monster effects done right. Hey, and I'm going to tell you what, I was not disappointed. No, he's got these, got these mandibles and he's got these... Uh, uh, six other eyes that like one's big and the rest are small mm-hmm. and he's got like these arms and, and, and his uh, his teeth and his it's just everything looks really great he almost looks like a spider predator looking thing he it's does freaking awesome yeah so then he tells the detective to kill him because he doesn't want to kill his neighbor and the cop's like no I'm not going to kill you so then he gives him no choice turns around and he flies like a fucking fly <laughs> not a spider a fly yes. at the web to and he doesn't shoot any web to do it. He no. just yeah, he just jumps. floats. He just jumps and flies. He just floats. And so right as he's flying to get the girl, the cop shoots him like yeah. six times or whatever. Yeah, Ray empties his nine into his back. Yep. And then or they, whatever he's got there, forty-five or whatever. Quentin dies, and and again you don't and see I mean, any blood. And the makeup gore. effects in these last couple scenes are spectacular. Yeah, they're really good. They're absolutely spectacular. I mean, then he we, goes limp, dies movie's over we didn't get anything good like that the entire movie no like all the makeup effects they did of him transforming were just like his eye slouching or like like they had his mandibles came out of his mouth at one point mm-hmm. but they were fucking cgi it looked like shit. yeah um at one point his hand cgi's into a, a spider hand but it was yep. like a fucking pig hoof yep um which i mean is <clears throat> you know the practical <laughs> effect is it's fine but it's not anything you know spectacular yeah it's not until he gets full spider form that it's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. So then, uh, it, it the scene transitions, and we're in the comic shop, and we're we're looking at the avenging arachnid statue that Quentin had bought from his friend. Yep. And off screen, John Cho is telling some somebody who gives a fuck because he can't see him, and, and say, "No, I'm sorry, that one's not for sale." Camera pans over. Yep. And we're treated to a statue of Quentin as the spider. Which you actually said came with the special edition. Yeah, there's a special edition of the movies like three hundred dollars. Wow. Um, that comes with a DVD and then the the actual statue of Quentin the as figurine a figurine of him as a spider. Yeah, and it was actually pretty freaking badass. It was looking. cool, very cool. But he says, "No, sorry, that's not for sale. That's that's my friend Quentin. Um, yep. he's, he, that's Quentin. He's my friend." And then it fades out, and that's the end of the goddamn movie. That's it. Yes. So no titties, no nudity, no gore. Every kill off screen. Yeah. So we're not using the kill count. Nope. The, Dan Aykroyd was great. Everybody acted was great at acting. Well, for the most part, there were a couple people who were pretty it, shitty. It, it felt very watered down. Like yeah. you said, we needed yeah. the unrated version. Yeah, you know, because it was watered down. Yeah, it's very it, watered it didn't, down. Yeah, it didn't have the impact. Mm-mm. I and mean, this, this this could have been shown on television. Oh yeah, literally, absolutely. there was no regular reason, TV. No reason for this to be on. Skinamax. There wasn't even a whole lot of cussing that I remember. To be honest with you, no, I don't either. No, um, but, but uh, I mean. I mean, we cussed you, more than the movie did. Yeah, as you mentioned, <laughs> it was it was just entertaining enough to be fun. Yeah, um, but it's not fun enough to be entertaining. Nope. And since it is your pick, yeah, you go first, my yeah. friend. What is your well, rundown? I mean, like I said acting is good. The special effects, once you get to the full creature outfit, is awesome. The CGI sucks badly. Uh, <laughs> the story is completely stupid. Uh, the script is um, just. I mean, it's it wasn't even like they had a script they were just like told okay say some lines and that's it yeah um characters were all just stock 
standard characters. Nobody, everybody was one dimension. Yeah. Um, the dog was great, of course. Oh, the dog's the always dog. great. Uh, and of course, so I'm gonna have to go with a three. A three, huh? Kind of yeah. middle of the road. Yeah. Kind of a bummer for the season premiere, huh? Yeah, I know. Like, like I liked it um, for the most part, but it was it was so slow in between any of the actual action, and then the action that happened was happening for a split second, and then the best part of the action happened off screen. Yep, you're right. You didn't see shit, um, and so. I just, it's just like I'll, I'll probably watch it again with some friends, but like I'm not gonna rush to watch it again. Well, what we need to do is find the unrated version, yeah, and maybe do that as a special episode for I, I don't for know our I, Patreon, maybe or maybe a revisit twice. or something. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it at one of our live events. Yeah, yeah, very possible. What about you, buddy? Okay, well, me, I thought the acting was deliciously corny. Okay. Very corny. Mm-hmm. I love the background music, mm-hmm. the you know the the build ups and stuff like that. I love the comic splashes. I love the whole theme. It was an obvious ripoff. I'm yeah. sorry, it was a lot yeah. of shit was borrowed. I don't I don't know they had to pay people to use some of this stuff, even the premises or the ideas and stuff like that. Right. Practical effects were pretty damn good. Okay. You know, especially the monster at the end. Yeah. Uh, wasn't enough to pull it up real high for me. No. Uh, Script, corny, but decent. It was well acted. Decent, huh? It was wow. well acted. Yeah, it, it really you know, was. That, that yeah. delivered it. See, the, the, it could have been a lot worse had it not been delivered, you know, as good. I mean, if Ackroyd wasn't but, this, I would have given like a four, but yeah. Ackroyd knocked it up a notch. Okay, but yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to agree with you for what it was and what we didn't get because, like I said, we watched the watered-down version, mm-hmm. which we were unaware of, yeah. obviously. Uh, I'm going to go with three turds as well. Okay. Uh, you know, drink with it. it it's, you know. Yeah. Watch it, it if you have nothing else to do. It's really, it's, it, yeah. I can't be mean to it because of the effects. Stan the man did real good on the, on monster. Yeah. But it might yeah. be good with some sticky icky, but, uh, yeah. I mean, if you have nothing else to do in movies and you haven't, then the problem is that, um, and, and, and this is going to go back to our, our contest. Uh, this movie is out of print, so it's hard to find. Yeah. Um, so unless you want to pay 40 bucks for it, you can't rent it anywhere. Yeah. There's, there's no streaming service that it's on. You can't rent it from Amazon or whatever. So you have to buy a physical copy it's of it. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. And the fact that, like I said, it's unrated. Like I said, I'm betting if we watch the unrated version, mm-hmm. I may pull it to a two or even a one, perhaps. Maybe depending, it's two. Depending on the content. Yeah. It would have to have, like, yeah. all the gore would have to be there in the unrated version. Yeah. You'd have to, to see all to the Austrian kills. Yeah. You'd have to see him sucking the fluid out of his victim you know spider shit yeah yeah spider you know, shit, exactly if he's gonna be a spider monster you need to see the spider monster kills exactly we did not get any of that exactly but it didn't suck bad enough to garner a four or five no it did not so yeah middle of the road definitely i think it had just enough charm to make it a three yep yeah absolutely all right bud well why don't you tell the fine folks at home where they can find us and all the all the fun stuff we have going on all the great stuff all yeah. right well folks you can find us on the fourthhand.com network, along with our sister project, State of Fear. You can find us on Facebook, of course, The Big Evil. We are on Instagram, and we are now on Twitter. We got back on Twitter. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, we're also going to be running, uh, we have our Patreon is up. Yep, patreon.com slash what the suck. Yep. 
All one word. All no one dashes. Word. No right? dashes, yeah. And we also have the the tpublic.com backslash what the suck, which is our merchandise store. Merchandise store. So if you want some good, cool merchandise, go there and get it. That's right. Uh check out, you know, other shows on the fourthhand.com. If you're there, there's lots of great shows, lots of great people. Man, this was fun, and I it was am fun. glad to be back doing this. It was way too long overdue, for sure. Yeah, I've been, I got too much, you know, anger corked up. I need to <laughs> turn it loose on some of these damn up. movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this lockdown shit's got me aggravated. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, then I guess we will head out. And um, th- this is, uh, I forgot about our damn outros. Uh, so this is Chris, and I will see y'all at the next Suckfest. That's right. And this is James. And if it ain't on What the Suck, it ain't shit. See you guys. been listening to a fourth hand joint looking for a brew unique to you find it at kroger discover distinctly different chameleon organic ground coffee with flavors like guatemala and dark and handsome they're so organic so sustainable and so good visit kroger today to get yours with equipment breakdown coverage from american family insurance you can protect all the things that keep your dream home running from sudden mechanical or electrical issues because this sound shouldn't mean contact your local agent or visit amfam.com to learn more american family insurance insure carefully dream fearlessly refer to policy for equipment breakdown covered losses deductible limitations and exclusions american family mutual insurance company si and its operating company 6000 american parkway madison wisconsin products not available in every state